0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Mama Pang's Parenting Podcast. I so appreciate you joining me. Um, I'd really love it if you could uh, leave some comments after today's listen. So uh, I'm just, I'd like to hear what you have to say about it. Um, and also, if you then have some suggestions for upcoming podcasts, boy, let me know those too. Um, just a little bit on housekeeping here. I'm I'm podcasting from home, as as many of us are doing all our work from home. And um, so you may pick up a few noises here and there, and I'm I'm trying to keep those low, but um, I do live in kind of a noisy area, so you never know what could play on the background here. Um, And then um, let's just jump in. Let's jump in with today's topic. Um, I wanted to talk about this one just because it's it's fresh for me. It's something that I have just encountered yet again in my life. And I thought, boy, let's just talk about it. Um, so I, I recently experienced um, this feeling of, of something that happened. And it left me feeling, boy, like, you know, that punch in the gut. And um, I know we can all relate to that. But I wonder if as we might learn something new, that that might allow us to better understand our kids and how they may deal with or experience their own emotions. So um, again, for me, it it was something that happened. For other people, it could be something they witnessed and they had an emotional reaction to, um, you know, something, an event, uh, let's say a car accident or something that was said, right? These are all things that can kind of trigger us um, emotionally. And then it's just fascinating um, culturally what we've kind of done here. So I'm going to take you through my experience a little bit and then I'm going to hopefully plug it into how we might see it um, for ourselves and then for our kids, so this event happens, you feel this ooh, punch in the gut. Wow, that was hard for me to take. Um, the emotions that came up were um I felt super hurt, um, super emotional about it, not in the you know hysterical sense, um, but definitely in the sense of um how do you put it? And it almost brought tears to my eyes, um, took my breath away, and so I was hurt. I was angry. I was frustrated. I was lost, and I, I'm sure we can relate to that, right? Those emotions that come up. Something dramatic happens, and you you feel these emotions. And for me, what's new and. <laughs> it's taken a lot of years to get here, um, is a new awareness of the curve, the bell curve of an emotion. And then to realize what was happening to myself. So the bell curve, of an emotion is, it's kind of that flat line. Um, it can be an event, it can be a buildup, right, of emotions. I think I've talked before on po- the podcast that little kids tend to go with their emotions like they're riding their bicycle and then they hit that wall and go straight up. Adults tend to build, 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 and then blow. But just just think of it as a bell curve. And the, the beginning baseline is there. Um, and then smack, there's an event. And you may climb that bell curve a little fast. Um, or it could just be that, wow, that didn't feel good it spirals the rest of those emotions. And then you kind of peek at the top of, you know, all of those emotions. I'm hurt, I'm frustrated, I'm confused, um, I'm angry. I'm all those together. And, and that's very common. But there's another side of the bell curve. And we don't get there. At least I know in my life, um, we thought, I think parenting, we thought, Let's just nip it in the bud right here. You got to the height of it. You're angry, you're frustrated, you're sad, whatever. Okay, what are you going to do about it? You know, um, think of the pull yourself up by your bootstraps and onward we go. There's nothing wrong with those as long as we get to see that emotion through. So for me, I got stuck at the height of the, the bell curve, the height of that emotion, in the deep, heavy um, ball of knots that that creates. And then from there, I would jump into, well, here's what we're going to do about it. You know, we're going to go, I don't know, maybe you have to learn another skill or we're going to try a different avenue or we're going to not be friends with somebody or we're going to stay out of that group or we're going to fix it, right? And yeah, we want to get there. But to get to the other side of the curve, to allow those emotions to feel them, right? To um, someone tells me this often, to sit with those emotions, and then allow allow yourself to come down that curve, right? That bell curve comes down to to a baseline again, where it it's then just a felt emotion right I'm not stuck there anymore and I think our past parenting styles um, you know we want to solve things we want to help our kids we want to not get stuck we want to make sure you know think of the old term don't wallow in self-pity right and that was a sticking point like you don't want to do that that's bad so you never got to the end of that emotion. You never saw it all the way through to where it would come down and you could look at it from calm again. And there's so much power to be had by seeing it all the way through. Um, So here's the connection with our kids. Are we allowing them? We're so worried, we're so bent on, I want you to be happy, or I wanna fix this for you, or, Um, you know, I can't deal with your anger. Maybe, um, it, maybe that triggers something for us. We want to swoop in and take over and, and quote unquote, fix that at the height of the bell curve. And we're not doing them any favors because what happens is we don't actually then learn how they don't actually learn how to deal with those big emotions. So you've heard me say before in other podcasts about learning to step in to those big emotions. What I'm learning as I'm teaching this and living this is how I have to step in to my own big emotions and learn to hold them myself so that I can get to the end of that bell curve. What you're doing with children by stepping into those big emotions, you're not enabling them. You're not creating this. What's the term? Um, ugh, I hate it. Oh, you know, they're going to be mamby-pamby babies and they can't. Absolutely, totally wrong. It's not going to do that. If you step in and help them hold these emotions, you're helping them learn self-regulation. And self-regulation is that ability to feel that big emotion, to sit with that big emotion, and then to be able to come down the other side of the bell curve and figure out, okay, I felt that, but I didn't react. I can now take action. So completely not enabling or or making them weak. You are actually making them stronger, right? Um, And I I understand, especially from my background, how I was parented. I understand my parents were doing the best they could with the skills they had. And it was very much a pull yourself up by the bootstraps and what you gonna do about this, right? How you gonna fix it yourself? We went immediately to fix it, and we didn't allow feel it. And so, for me, as I'm as I'm talking this out, um, it's so powerful to be able to go, "Wow, I, I get this. I totally understand where this is taking me." And what a what a beautiful process to be able to go, "Wow, I get this." Um, don't wait until Don't wait until you're 55 <laughs> to to get that. So I encourage you to look at look at yourself and your own reactions. Right, something happens at work, something happens on the drive home, um, or everything's happening for work at home, um, and how that's very stressful. And then you get to that that peak emotion on the bell curve and what are you doing how are you seeing it through to the other side for yourself right how are you keeping yourself from just hit that peak emotion and then it's maybe it's that I have to numb that emotion we've we've experienced that you know I've had a hard day I'm gonna have a beverage um maybe you realize wow that's just that's kind of stopping me at the top of that bell curve. Nothing wrong with the beverage. I'm not saying that. But seeing that emotion all the way through, maybe then you go, wow, yeah, I did all of that. And it's a different perspective on that tough day. And then you follow it with your beverage. Um, it, it's just, how do we, how do we help ourselves acknowledge what we're going through and then, as we learn that about ourselves, and maybe it is totally brand new for you to think this way, and that's great. At Bravo, you know, opening that new concept is is fabulous. Maybe you disagree with it to some degree. I, I'm okay with that, wherever you are. But as you're as you're trying this, as you're trying it out, as you're thinking it through, you know, um, it's new for you. That's fabulous. Be patient with yourself. Try to. If it's just even the awareness that, oh, yep, I'm at that peak emotion. Maybe you can't quite get down the other side of the bell curve yet. That's okay. Look at you and your awareness for being at that peak. And then for your children, you can suddenly go, wow, I can relate to how I can't take in new information when I'm at that peak emotional point or maybe like this last time for me, I was, I couldn't think my way out of a paper bag. I was stuck. I was stuck in that emotional it aspect. It's like being what they call emotionally hijacked. Um, it just, it, it was just one of those events that, you know, the punch in the gut takes your breath away, stops you, right? And then when it kicks back on to the thinking and then you're like, well, I've got to solve this right away. And, no, it's it's come down to the bottom of that curve on the other side and then take action. If that's all new for you, that's fabulous. As you're seeing that in your kids, you can go, I can't step in and, first of all ever, punish something out of someone. And I can't step in while they're at the height of those emotions. See, there's that noise in the background <laughs> from podcasting at home dogs are losing their minds over something, Um, but you can't, you can't get a lot of things in for a child when they're at that heightened point of emotion on the bell curve, so that's just your opportunity to hold, step in and hold. Um, Tina Payne Bryson and Daniel Siegel talk about um, having a second brain, So when your child is at that place, um, they don't have an adult brain like we do. And we can think about coming down the other side of the bell curve. They can't. So let them borrow your brain. You're just, you're helping them hold those emotions. Don't ask them things like, well, what are we going to do about it? What do you want to do about it? How are we going to handle this? Stop that. Hello, you're shutting them down. But if you can step in and hold those big emotions, be like, wow, whatever happened, I can see that you're you're really upset by it. And that feels not comfortable and yucky and I what can I sit here and do? Is it okay if I hold you? Is it okay if I, I just hold your hand? Um those are huge and then as they're calming down. Coming off the other side of the bell curve. Then you can start processing through that. And find out what they need. Um, how they want to process through it. Some kids want to. Once they come down. They're like I, I'm going to go lay down. You know little ones. I'm going to take a nap. Um, maybe they just need to tune out for a little bit. You know I want to. want to go read my book. I want to go play with my blocks. I want to. Um, Take a walk around the block, if I'm older, I want to... They may come up with that. They may also come up with, I don't know what to do right now. I don't know. I can relate to that, what I went through recently. I couldn't have told you what I wanted to do right in the midst of it. Let them borrow your brain and say... Sometimes when I feel really, and whatever that emotion was, I'm hurt, I felt that punch in the gut, I'm I'm overactivated. I'm angry. Sometimes when I feel that, once I get back to calm, I like to, maybe you like to draw about it. Maybe you wanna express it somehow. Um, I'm always one for movement of any kind And so, you know, maybe I have to dance it out, you know, just turn on some loud music and just lose your mind to some crazy dancing and enjoy. And then as they process even further, then it's okay to bring up, oh, wow. Let's say, let's take it as a, a tween or a teen and there was some sort of party get together and they weren't invited. And there's my music playing and I don't know how to stop that. Isn't that great? (laughs) We need to podcast from home. Hey, everybody, I am just going to wind this up and say thank you, thank you. Um, If you want more examples and more information, please reach out to me. Take care, everyone. Be well.